It's a podcast. You're listening to Gorehead and the Wiener. Hello. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode. Gorehead and the Wiener. Today. Yeah. Chris is drinking some hot coffee, and we are going to be talking about Candyman. Candyman. Who wants candy? Who wants some candy? <laughs> I'm not, not sure what finger snapping is. Is <laughs> <laughs> any, anything to do with Candyman? But the, no, not, we're just singing a song. There's not really any like happy music playing throughout the movie. There's actually more no. like, horrifying orchestral, like, omen style music where it's like the first first thing i thought of actually was beetlejuice oh which which is so perfect because you have to say beetlejuice three times in order to summon him and you have to say Candyman five times to summon him but the the music was very like that tim burton-esque um what's that dude's name that always does his oh uh yeah um he was in Oingo Boingo. <laughs> yes, he was in Oingo Boingo, but he was also Jack Skeleton and made uh, Nightmare Before yeah. Christmas. Uh, uh, the name eludes me. It's like on the tip of my yeah. tongue, too. I know. Danny Elfman. Yeah. Got it. Danny. Dan the Elfman. Danny Elfman makes some good music. He made the Batman soundtrack. He, I like his music. It's a bit cheesy, but like in a good, in a in an it's ominous orchestral. Way. It's, it's, it's a little over the top, which is yeah. Candyman, because yeah, it's like I would say like the vibe of Candyman in general, kind of gives the feel of almost a bit like a stage play, where everything yeah. is very dramatic, or like it's or it's kind of almost they try to make it kind of Shakespearean, like a lot of the shots yeah. are like as the movie goes on are very dramatic, like close-ups of faces. And it's like, it's always followed by this like very classical orchestral orchestral music. And it's, uh, it's usually her, like these paintings and art is very big in the overall theme of it. So it's kind of like this art piece almost. The movie is like an art piece. (laughs) It's not like a normal movie. That's probably also a good point with um, how we were saying it, it reminded us a lot of Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yes. That is very much, if you watch that movie, is very <laughs> much like a stage play adaptation of a movie. Yes. It's yes. super, like that is even more than this movie for sure. But oh. there's just a lot of running themes and similarities in in both the, the storyline and just the way it's presented. Well, the monster tragedy. Tragedy is like a big part of it, and kind of just you know victims, like even the monster. Yeah, yeah, and 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 the way that history ties into everything. Yeah, um, and then also the play-like aspect of it as well. So yeah, it's yeah. it's, it's kind of cool, and we won't give spoilers away. Hopefully, <laughs> until until I get into the gory gore aspects and then into the the more detailed summary. But I will let you give it away, Chris, with the um, the movie intro. I would just say essentially the movie is about a uh, 
nosy white woman just won't leave it alone and thinks she can do whatever <laughs> she wants. And then reality comes crashing in very quickly when uh, she is naive and uh, I guess uh, dumb enough to uh, um, invoke uh, a happy little entity named Candyman. And they have a wonderful romance that stretches beyond time and space. Ooh. <laughs> wow. Okay. It's a whimsical romance. Again, just another romance. So whimsical. Just, I just keep showing you romance movies, not not horror movies. They're romance movies. This one was a lot easier to watch than The Fly, though. And... Well, yes, and that's why I picked... <laughs> I, I, okay, well, I'll just say my personal experience with Candyman is, again, my mom showed this to me when... I was a little kid with my uh, buddy Paul and Tyler, and we watched this on Halloween after we went trick-or-treating, and it scared the shit out of us, and I was did not want to, like, we tried to say Candyman in the mirror, and we could only say it three times, and then we ran away, but we did try, and we could not do it. So I dare anyone to watch this goddamn movie and then say Candyman in the mirror five times. Because that'll prove of whether you're a real atheist or not. <laughs> because if you don't truly believe in ghosts, go into the goddamn mirror and say Candyman five times after this. It's like, I'm not even religious, but I'm not going to say that shit just in the chance that I'm going to get fucking murdered by Candyman. I'm not, I'm not taking exactly. it. Exactly. I'm not taking that chance. I don't yeah. even like saying his name. I remember like... <laughs> I don't even like saying his name. <laughs> like once. <laughs> there's a mirror right behind you. <laughs> there's one behind me. There's one right next to me because I have to have like a mirror for when I'm animating to make expressions. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, oh, my God. You yeah. can summon him at any moment. <laughs> I know. When we were watching it, because I was sitting here when we were watching it and I would try to like say something about Candyman, I would specifically be like the candy guy or uh, <laughs> candy guy can, candy boy candy, um, candy dude bon bon boy bon bon, bon, bon boy <laughs> it's the french version bon bon, bon voyage bon bon boy bon bon boy <laughs> i would love to see someone say bon bon boy here five times super seriously. oh it's a bon bon boy <laughs> bon bon boy bon bon boy <laughs> For some reason, I just imagine like a giant like uh, piece of like old candy wrapper showing up, like one of those with like the twirly sides <laughs> and like the peppermint middle. <laughs> this is like murders you. It's like a giant peppermint candy. Uh, oh, so bon stupid. Boy. Watch out, or the Bon Bon Boy will come and say Bon Voyage <laughs> to you. <laughs> you went from like German to Russian within like, the same <laughs> sentence. <laughs> started German because you were like yeah chocolate German but then like bon 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 voyage <laughs> bon voyage in a, in a Russian, Russian you're like I need to I need to switch it up to Russian now it's like a, a Russian person trying to speak French <laughs> I read this article in the news the other day oh. about how this like hilarious like shitty Russian spy got caught or like by the American government because uh they said he said he was from Brazil, but he had like a Russian accent. They're like, "You sound Russian." He's like, no, I am from Brazil. He's like, "I am Brazilian boy." I am a Brazilian man. Yeah, he's like, "Don't you know? Do you I, think love I am not football." 
I, I enjoy all the fruits in the salads. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> so love the delicious. big plums. <laughs> the big, the big ones. Only the big. Okay, I need to stop. It's not even an accent of anything anymore. <laughs> I've told people the only accents I can accurately do is like a hick Canadian and <laughs> and uh, British. <laughs> Just those. British, yeah, yeah. Oh, the other ones on. are very, yeah, they're very inconsistent and it just flows from one thing to another. It doesn't make any <laughs> very sense. Fluid, fluid accents. Fluid accents. Um, <laughs> but yeah, now we can get into um, something the gore summary. about Candyman. <laughs> <laughs> yes, now we can get into something about Candyman. Um, <laughs> so the gore rating, and um, I'll just say, we see this in every episode, but this is generally where the spoilers will start because we're watching horror movies with gory aspects to them. And usually the gory aspects will sort of at least um, spoil the plot of the movie. So you definitely know you've been warned. <laughs> yeah. Yes. This one isn't as bad when it comes to the plot yeah. points because the gore is a lot less. Um, but basically, yeah. so this one. I actually gave it a five out of five for gory wieners. Oh, I could you. even, I, I could make it down to four and a half or four, but I feel like with this movie, um, if you've traveled along with us in the gory <laughs> movies that we've watched, this one definitely feels like one of the more chill ones, even more chill than the first one we ever watched, which was color out of space. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would say, like, graphic-wise, it's definitely, like, uh, pretty tame. It's it's more kind of like the overall content and tone of it that makes it, like, I think, last well. Like, the reason why it's still kind of popular to yeah. me, I think, it's like, yeah, the content is different. Like, you don't really have a lot of, like, racial-based horror movies, like, I think, no. done, done, I'd say, as well as it can be done with yeah. this so yeah it's definitely not super gory but i'd say like i don't know it's always last with me so i think it's definitely one of my like favorite horror movies just i don't know it's i always really remember good. it since i was a kid just like the overall feel of it i just like it's always enjoyable when i watch it and i've watched it a bunch but like even when i watched it like with you i was just like oh i still really like this movie <laughs> yeah no it, it's funny because yeah i've said this before the reason why i'm doing this podcast with Chris is because I really love horror movies and I love thrillers and um, spooky things, but it's always the gore that stops me from enjoying it. So this is actually, I think a perfect movie if you're yeah. like me and you have a hard time with realistic, um, relatable gore, yeah. um, you'll be able to watch this one pretty easily because there is yeah. some gory aspect, but, um, but I, I'll get into it, but it's, you don't really see the action of anything happening. You will yeah. see dead bodies. Um, and that that's most of it. Yeah, um, it's like so yeah. it's a very minimally gory movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's still scary. Like, it yeah. is definitely still scary. But I was very pleasantly surprised that they didn't go, they didn't really milk the gore too much. It was effective without yeah. having to be super over the top. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We'll get into the gore. So the first thing you see is not like too gory, but you see a, his hook hand. So oh, yes. um, can, 
Bonbon Boy. <laughs> Candyman. Bonbon Boy. Hello, Bonbon Boy. Bonbon Boy. He has um, his hand is chopped off, and there's like a hook shoved into his, into his arm. Stump. Jammed into the stump. And you just, you see like the aftermath of that. It's not like you see it happening, but it's you do just see chunky. the kind of gross grossness of his yeah. of his arm and it's it's not a clean cut and... no no it's pretty nasty and chunky but it's like yeah. it, it's, hook, it's hook not is very big it has a very and it's hook. very bloody like it's got all that like dried blood on very it um, yeah yeah it's very gross looking <laughs> it's not it does not look sanitary no so, no <laughs> but it, again they don't draw like a ton of attention to it it's sort of like he it's he's a spooky monster with a weird hook hand so that's, yeah yeah and he's know. like he's not like he's not like jason or something where he's just like no. you know running after people or something he's a very uh he's a minimalist monster he only he's minimalist he he's a classy one he's classy yeah one. yeah he is yeah. a class he is a classy one because uh, dear god we might as well just start by saying if you're gonna watch Candyman, watch it for the friggin' villain's voice. That dude's voice yeah. is velvet. It is amazing. He has so the best nice. voice of any villain. I think that's also one of the reasons why I've loved that movie so much. It's like, man, that guy has, like, a really great voice. <laughs> and he sounds so like, good. Why is part. he kind of sexy? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He's, like, he's like wearing his lapel. <laughs> he's got his big Yeah, he's, like, very well-dressed. He's pretty he's fashionable, um, dude. Other than his yeah, giant fashionable for the hand. '80s. Yeah, just the, yeah. just that stump hand. We can take care of that. <laughs> yeah, fine. yeah. But he's like, he's like, oh yes. But he's always saying really messed up stuff. He's like, be my murder. Yes. <laughs> like, Please uh... be my victim. Yeah, yeah, he says yeah. That's what he says. So yeah. he says it so like sultry, Essentially. and every time he says it, like the the main lady Helen. Yeah, she, yeah. Um, she's like so like into it you yeah, can see yeah. her just like uh like melting under yeah. his voice that's actually she's another just... good comparison to dracula meant that you mentioned yeah. that because like she's kind of like uh mina and he's kind of like dracula yeah. and he's slowly exactly kind of, like enticing her yeah because she didn't really want anything to do with him but he's yeah. sort of like seducing her and it's like she can't resist him and it's sort of you feel that dynamic yeah well um, and as we progress through the story, you will find out a little more about that. Yes. And so the next thing you see is a severed dog head. So that's so a fair that's warning. Fun. If that, if yes, you, uh, it's not your thing. I, I, I know many people who cannot handle seeing animal, um, yeah. animal horror. And you don't, again, you don't see it happen. You just see a severed um, dog head trying to remember the breed name <laughs> um you remember the breed name oh God, it's a very no. common breed uh golden retriever no that'd be too sad no <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah it was never golden retriever that'd be too sad that would be way too sad i mean it's still sad yeah but, uh, but anyway. golden retriever sad that's just extra sad golden, golden retrievers are just the happiest sunshines yeah, like, on the planet yeah, it's um, their sunshine. Exactly, they're just they're the happiest sunshines. Sun yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then... Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Dead dog. Moving on. The whatever dog. it is. Uh, we see um, a neck cut. Kind of. It's really cheap. <laughs> you see, like, <laughs> really uh, yeah, Candyman is like trying to cut the girl's Helen's neck, um, and it's yeah, 
you don't really see much. It, you don't even yeah. see like the separation of skin. You just see like blood. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then we see her friend gets murdered. Uh, well, you don't see it happening. You see her dead and you, she's got like guts spilling out. So she's been like cut from chest yeah. to gut down. Yeah. And yeah, she's yeah. blue. She's I blue. Seen <laughs> in the movie. And I was like, whoa, she's blue. You don't always see that in movies. You just see them like freshly killed. Yeah, yeah, blue. yeah. Like post dead. Yeah, yeah. She yeah. actually like looks like a corpse. Bright blue. Blue. Not bright. bright. <laughs> She's blue. She's like a blue man. She is a smurf. <laughs> she turned into a smurf. That would be amazing. Um, and then you see this one. I don't know why. I think this one bothered me the most because you see needles going into skin, but it's like you see them inject it and then you see them pull the needle out and you mm. see like the skin sticking to the needle as it's uh. being pulled out. And like, Oh, that was gross. That was gross. That's the like, needles. I could take like a 0.25 <laughs> point off five, <laughs> out of five Corey wieners just for the needles. It's um, gross. You see um, a doctor guy at like an insane asylum. You see him get murdered. Um, but again, he just kind of gets stabbed from behind. Yeah. Don't see anything too uh, over the top. Um, and then we see the B rib cage of <laughs> of uh, Bon Bon Boy. <laughs> bon Bon Boy. <laughs> you see, yeah, he's like he opens up his trench oh. coat and he just like he's a rib cage with just Bobby's. filled with bees. Bees. Nicholas Cage for him. Yeah. The <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wicker Man. <laughs> and then you see oh yeah you see burnt helen the main character she's burnt and yeah, she kind of looks, burnt. No looks hair, like helen. she's scalped yeah no yeah. hair helen um and then at the end you see dead trevor which made me happy yes oh <laughs> it's so satisfying fucking trevor fucking trevor, trevor. trevor's such a piece of trevor. shit trevor hate trevor he also has a sh- I'm sorry to anyone named Trevor, but that is just like, it's a really easy name to hate. If you're going to name a character Trevor, it's just yeah, it's so, so easy, easy to hate a Trevor. He's always wearing like sweaters and just like he's like this douchey professor and ends up having sex with one of his students. And Trevor! 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 And they paint their oh. apartment the ugliest pink color possible. Oh. Yeah, that's disgusting the... God damn it, Trevor. God damn it, Trevor. So yeah, she, he gets killed. I'm pretty sure he just like his his throat is slit or something, but you don't yeah, again, you don't see yeah, a ton yeah. of it happening. You mostly see the aftermath of just like he's yeah. sitting in a bathroom and it's just all bloody. Yeah. So that's the gore. It's really not yeah. that extreme. Yeah. It's just like the audio more than anything else. Like when Candyman kills people, it's like this like very like Again, guttural, almost kind of sexual sound, which, yeah, well, will make a lot of sense since you actually picked up on the fact that it's uh, by Clive Barker, or at least yes. based off something by Clive Barker, which I did not know Immediately, at all. Immediately, yeah, because the last movie we watched was Hellraiser, which it was <laughs> written and directed by Clive Barker, and mm. actually this movie, when we were watching it in the credits, you just see based off of a novel by Clive Barker. And it's actually based off of one of his short stories. And he's Mm. apparently created a lot of these books um, called Books of Blood. And this 
one was actually like a short story in volume five of Books of Blood called Forbidden. So oh, if you're curious, five. you can listen to. Yeah, it's the first first story in the fifth book. Wow. So there you go. If you're curious, you can listen to it. Some um, Parker books. Right? Yeah, he's, he's a good writer. Yeah. He's really good. Yeah. Pretty yeah. impressed. Um, and yeah, so I'll get into the detailed summary of it. And um, I'm going to try to keep it concise this time <laughs> and not like drag it on because I, I don't know. I like I, I like really getting into it, but yeah. um, sometimes it drags a little bit. So we're just going to give a brief summary so that we'll we can focus on more of the gore rather than giving like although in this play, movie there's not a play. lot of gore so i know <laughs> you, you well no i want yeah you go in depth as much as you want for sure just like yeah. yeah 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 i'll get i'll i'll try not to make it drag but i mean i feel like this one is an easier one to go through quickly um yeah i'd say it's a pretty like well again like the story is simple like story. very simple overall like the actual like, yeah it is fairly simple it's good it, but it's well done um so the main character is helen and she is (laughs) helen she's working on um what's it called like a A paper she's researching a paper uh, for her class in in college for um she's just on urban legends she's five-year-old college student (laughs) yeah it was a little i thought maybe it was for like something she's doing at her job but now she's researching about urban legends um and she's trying to find some local ones that took place where they are in chicago and uh she finds this urban legend about the candy man and it seems to always um be taking place in um the same area in chicago these these murders that are sort of blamed around him are happening Carmine um, Green, uh, Cabrini Green's Cabrini. public housing development in Chicago. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So that's where they're sort of all taking place. So she's starting to research them. Um, oh, let me see. Yeah. So the and the legend is basically just if you say his name five times in the mirror, he will basically come for you and murder you. And it seems to only these murders being blamed on him are only happening in the Cabrini Green neighborhood. So she's deciding to research this with her friend Bernadette. Well, and they're generally um, black people getting murdered as well. Right. That's and that's point. also but that's also because that neighborhood is all black yeah. people. Yeah. 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 Um and Candyman himself is a black man which we will i'll dig further into the history of him mm-hmm. in a bit um Jeez. another racially charged episode <laughs> yeah so the first first thing we see is just helen visiting her husband's class he's a mm-hmm. professor at Trevor. a university um and yeah his stupid name is trevor and he's such a surrounded by yeah, I know. I was like, why are you with him? He's such an <laughs> asshole. He's rude. He's like kind of unattractive. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's like he looks like your dad. <laughs> like he has a dad yeah, face because he's, he's got the receding not... hair and 
no redeeming qualities. He's no. punchable yeah. face Trevor. Yeah, and it's like he's really <laughs> arrogant and cocky, but he really shouldn't be because he looks like a And he's flirting with his female students and yeah. like kind of just like brushing so it off. He's like, oh cool. no. He she's just she's time. just in love with me, but like don't worry about it. Yeah. It's just it just happens. It's like, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's why so would you weird. consider that? It's like if you're saying that, that means you're thinking about it, you creepy yeah. weirdo. And so basically Helen is like um, talking to him about this um, thing that she wants to research. And, and Trevor is just like, well, that's stupid. Everybody's done that before. Like it's been done so many times. Why are you researching this? And she's like, well, I feel like I can do it better. I can do a a better job at, at covering this. Um, So she's compelled to, to write this paper on the Bon Bon Man, Bon Bon Boy. <laughs> the Bon Bon Boy. Hello, Bon Bon Boy. Bon Bon Boy. Um, <laughs> so Helen and Bernadette, they go back to, to Helen's place. and Bernadette's her friend. Just, Bernadette is the friend that's doing the paper with her. Yeah. Um, and they decide to test it out. And Helen says the name five times, but Bernadette chickens out. Um, and I believe... They they look behind their mirror and there's like an empty room. Oh well, they go. The well, mirror. they go to the, yeah. Well, because they so she researches the the project uh, floor plans yeah. for like what the project buildings were made out of, and they found yeah. out that there was actually like undeveloped rooms and you could find that you could open up, take out your bathroom mirror and see them, because she found out that the building she was living in was a gentrification building essentially that was a previous project that got turned into a neighborhood for white people and that's okay. kind of like part of like where they live is used to be the project so that's kind of another layer to the movie is that they took over what used to be a poor neighborhood okay yeah perfect good background lesson because <laughs> 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 I, I watched this for the first time last week so i'm trying to or two yeah. weeks ago so i'm trying yes. to like refresh my jog my my memories don't worry um, it's, it's 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 burned into mind i've watched it so okay. many times <laughs> it'll never go away so they've been researching the the recent murders that have happened in the cabrini green neighborhood and yeah. so um basically they both decide to go and visit this um really shitty apartment building where all the these projects they go up. to the projects and it is they they actually go to the projects to film and I, that's part of the reason why the movie is so good and i think holds up so well is that they actually film in the ghettos and it is yeah. very sketchy looking <laughs> really sketchy yeah like they they go in and um yeah they they find the apartment where the most recent person was murdered and it's mm-hmm. just completely dilapidated it's just a mess like there's yeah. it looks like it had been maybe inhabited like 10 years ago it's like so gross so it was probably kind of just already a slummy yeah. apartment that this person was living in and they were murdered um and yeah basically helen goes into the bathroom and discovers that yeah behind the the um mirror again there's like a little hallway and she goes through and and she hall- discovers well no but that that's right? like the the hallway is the the candy man room 
Yes, exactly. Yeah, sorry. It has yeah, the so giant she, painting of his yeah. face. <laughs> scary. She goes shit. through. Cause she, it's like this little weird, like, you can't even tell what's happening. It's really it's dark. Like and then the she mouth. goes through this <laughs> hole. And she when she breaks through and she looks behind, she sees she's walked through the mouth of, like, this there's a huge painting on the wall on the other side of, of the candy man's face. And she basically walked through his mouth. Yeah. And so it's Super. just like this weird, creepy thing. And the painting is like so creepy. Huge... It's such a creepy thing. Eyes. <laughs> have like these big white staring at you. And <laughs> she's in this huge room and she doesn't know what to make of it. Um, so, you know, she just kind of looks around. The music playing during this time. As yeah. Well. <laughs> Da, 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 da. <laughs> that's not what it sounds like <laughs> you should just da, re, you should da, redo da, da, the soundtrack da, 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 da. <laughs> Emma so tracks. she goes the ooh I'm blurry <laughs> oh, out of focus hey. oh, hey. oh oh okay. oh, oh 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 it kind yeah, yeah, I'm back. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so weird. Your camera just decided to not focus on you. Did not like my singing. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm not even going to entertain. I'm this. out of here. Emma, shut up. <laughs> so, anyways, so she goes back um, and they hear someone coming into the the apartment that, mm. you know, was like, whoa, what's very going on? And it, it's a very fucked up apartment. And it ends up that it's just the neighbor coming in. It's like, what are you doing here? Yeah. Why? Why are you here? Yeah. Um, thinking that they're like these reporters that are trying to get yeah. Like, a oh, new and some story. people thought they were cops, and yeah, people thought they were cops. It's like people like you don't don't ever come here unless you want something. Yeah. Um, and so they follow her back to her apartment and and knock on the door, and and she actually is kind enough to let them in and and talk to them, um, and basically she just kind of gives them uh, like a brief rundown on, on mm -hmm. kind of what happened. And it's, she's got like a, a newborn baby and she's just trying to, you know, create the best life that she can for this, this child. And yeah, you feel real bad for her. that She has to live in yeah. the shitty apartment she's with, really her, nice with her newborn mom. baby. Yeah, yeah. A really nice single mom. Luckily she has a very giant dog. <laughs> and she has a giant dog. Um, yeah. That's not foreshadowed at all from the previous yeah anyway <laughs> <laughs> well, I wonder what's going to happen to that dog <laughs> I'm very good at keeping secrets <laughs> um, yeah and then uh, <laughs> so hard I'm reading my notes and my notes are so shitty I was like, the first, woman the first goes note to I, place yes to exactly my first note is stupid boyfriend trevor <laughs> like, great i'm so glad i went into detail about this i felt like oh. more helpful at the time than it is now <laughs> i know it's been so long i'm like what the, blah, blah. i've written um, notes like that all the time <laughs> it don't make any sense to me after the fact um and and we after this, we we learn the true history of uh, Candyman. Um, I believe Helen is going for dinner with stupid Trevor and his stupid friends. Stupid friends, <laughs> their stupid faces. 
and there's stupid faces and his one friend had already apparently done like a paper on him and and was explaining the the true history um to helen and um basically he he was a was he a slave or just like an artist he was a traveling artist uh okay traveling poor artist and and yeah well yeah he was pretty successful and that's why he was hired by a white family of all people to paint for their family portrait and that's when you know he fell in love he falls in love with the the daughter of that rich family white Um, daughter to a black man in the 1800s yeah and um yeah the the father was was not too pleased (laughs) and his Reaction to that was to cut off his hand, hired a bunch stuff of people. a hook into it, and then um, stuffed his body full of bees and then burnt him. Yeah, at a yeah. Fire. I think they put like honey on his body so the bees like buried into him and like something right. terrible or something. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. That's so nice. he had a real bad time. Poor Candyman. So, and they like, spread his ashes around the neighborhood, uh, which, which is now where the Cabrini Green neighborhood is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he's still. Well, that's his history. His old neighborhood, poor Candyman. He's a pretty sympathetic uh, villain. But uh, if you. Uh, so God. he's just. He's essentially like the grudge in a Japanese horror movie where he's just like this really pissed off ghost and he'll just kill anybody. He doesn't really care. He's just like, I'm really pissed off because I got murdered in a terrible way. So I want to murder as many people as possible. My life was shitty and unjust and the shit that happened to me is horrific and I need to spread my pain to everyone yeah yeah that's essentially it that's exactly what the crush yep. is <laughs> just going and to... that's kind of his vibe too and um yeah, yeah which um yeah that's fun. And, <laughs> <laughs> that's fun and then we um so she's learned this and she's continuing to research more about the candy man and and she goes talking to this little boy who seems to kind of understand the neighborhood a little bit and and she's like oh there's attack in that that bathroom over there and he's like yeah but you probably shouldn't go in there she's like oh don't worry it'll be fine she goes in there she gets attacked um yeah yeah, it's very obviously um seems like just a dude that's just holding a (laughs) yeah it's just like three dudes with the hook and he just like cracks her across the face and gives her a pretty fucked up eye (laughs) Yeah, but it seemed nothing like what you hear in in the stories. And, no, um, no. And then eventually, Helen is um, visited in a parking garage by another man um, <gasps> with a hook. But this one seems much more ominous and much more ghost-like. And he has a, a voice that sounds yes. like velvet <laughs> It's like so, ethereal. It's like otherworldly. Nice. Kind of has like, yeah. And it's almost like it's seductive, but the stuff he's saying to her is, is like, be my next victim. Yeah, and the sound, the sound editing on it is so cool because it kind of like envelops like all the sound. It's like, it like nothing else is heard, but essentially this dude's voice, and it's just like yes. super loud compared to everything it's, else. 
kind of cool. And basically this happens and she seems very like seduced by it, very like into it. And she kind of just like passes out into him and then wakes up in a bunch of blood. A bunch of blood with the dead dog. The dog is with dead. With the severed dog head right next to her. <laughs> severed oh, dog head. So nice. Ooh. And so. she has a knife in her hand. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. She stands up and she's just hearing all this screaming and crying. And she walks into the next room. And it's the neighbor of the, the last nice person that was murdered. neighbor. Just the newborn child and her child is missing she's standing screaming over the child's um missing crib the crib is there and the child is missing from the crib but there's blood everywhere and like this woman is also covered in blood and as soon as she sees helen she's like you bet you did it where's my kid and like then um she tries to attack her and she's got this knife and then of course in that moment the police break in and she's yeah. like got this knife covered in blood so yeah of course she good. gets um arrested like it's it's yeah. not it's not looking so good no, you're going to jail um, <laughs> you're covered in blood you have a knife you severed your dog's head and <laughs> my next note is in jail out of jail thanks trevor <laughs> <laughs> It all comes back to Trevor. Trevor the scumbag oh, yeah. sends her off Trevor to fucking the, the nut house. So uh, in jail, says, out of jail. I thanks, she... Trevor. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, J- Trevor gets her out of jail is what that means. No, no, Trevor doesn't get her out of jail. Trevor's a really? douchebag that puts her in jail. He puts her in the nut house because he says that she's nuts and he gets her committed. Isn't that after the... The Bernadette one, though. Oh, that's right. She hasn't in the insane asylum yet. Yeah, Trevor just. Get, oh, yeah, Trevor gets her out of jail. Yeah, she has not. You're confusing the audience. I know. Jeez. I know. Yeah. Wait. There's too many times where she goes into different <laughs> institutions. No, gotta stick to my original note. In jail, out of jail. Thanks. Yeah, Trevor. you're right. You're right. We should have stuck with it. I doubted your notes. Your notes were all. How right. could you doubt my precise <laughs> notes? <laughs> I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have. I learned my lesson. I promise. <laughs> in jail out of jail good job dickhead trevor Um, and um my next note is um (laughs) what the fuck (laughs) i feel like i must have been so tired when i wrote this (laughs) trevor leaves then hooray surprise Candyman comes and slits helen's throat kind of (laughs) (laughs) i think he just like tickles her throat he's just like tickling it with his well he's got like a knife he, or he has the, not the knife. He's got the hook. He doesn't and need a knife. Like, <laughs> it's like, I have this tiny knife. It's like, but you have a giant hook on your hand. Why aren't you using that? He's like, like I don't want tapes. to. <laughs> he like tapes it to the end of his hook. And he's <laughs> just like. <laughs> it's like an exacto blade. <laughs> he just like tightens it. <laughs> oh, man. Just uh, I can. Picture him like on a, I don't know why I immediately thought of this. I just picture him on a date when he has to like tape a knife to his hook and like his, he's got a fork in his other hand. He's just like, oh, it's so hard to eat with this. It's like, why don't you use your hook as the knife? It's so uncivilized. How uncouth. 
gross. This <laughs> oh lord. So anyway, so yeah. Yeah, <laughs> can't even bon say Bonbon. Bonbon. Bonbon boy comes bo- comes comes boy. Bonbon boy comes boy. <laughs> Some German comes sex by. party. Bonbon boy come boy. Bonbon boy comes by. Yeah. And and like yeah, I guess tickles her throat. I thought he was like trying to cut her throat <laughs> <laughs> with her with his like meat hook. And meat hook. uh Bernadette is visiting at this moment in time and mm. and Helen is trying to yell like no go away yeah, get like, out of here yeah. I think yeah, she get might kind of poke her neck yeah because there's some bleeding yeah there is some bleeding yeah because there's some bleeding happening for some and, reason um, she can barely like she's like whispering and basically Helen blacks out again what a surprise! And Friggin Helen she or wakes black up. Ass. Like it always happens, Bernadette man. That's what they always Bernadette. say. <laughs> that would be even better if she was like burnt. Burnt. Burned and dead. <laughs> burnt to death. That would have been perfect. <laughs> burnt to death. Oh lord. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, she's uh, blacked out, and Helen wakes up and. Guess what? Bernadette is murdered. She is brutally murdered and she's blue and her stomach is all ripped out. She got gutted really, really bad. (laughs) Yeah. And then, so yeah, Helen now is in a mental hospital. Um, (laughs) (laughs) you see close-ups of needles going in her skin and Mm. that was really not the best. And then the (laughs) dog, she um oh yeah there's a scene where she's like strapped down and and she's trying to get out and then the the bon bon boy shows up and he's like (laughs) (laughs) he's hiding underneath the the, the (laughs) he makes him sound so silly he's like like, i'm waiting (laughs) just like see him the bon bon boy is hiding under the bed (laughs) come in please help me please um so helen is trying to prove to this doctor that he's real so they like wheel her in to talk to this doctor guy and oh yeah and she's like i can summon him i can summon him i just have to say his name and she says his name again five times in the in the mirror and i like as this is happening i'm like what are what is that gonna help like you're gonna summon him and he's just gonna kill that dude. Yeah, it's like they're gonna think you did it anyways. And that's what happens. He shows yeah. up, he murders the doctor dude, and of course, um, her like latches come unlocked. So... so so even because she's like locked into this wheelchair yeah. thing, so she can't do anything. Um Yeah, and so of course those latches come unlocked. So even if they did yeah. come in and see this person murdered, she it's would have really like good. everything on unlatched from her so it would be like yeah. she'd be the only person that could do it yeah. so she jumps out the window and she yeah because bonbon boy breaks the window too he was like smashes yes. through the window he's like yeah bonbon boy and he just like smashes it's it. like it's like the scene from the fly when he like comes yeah. through the window <laughs> regina davis's abortion room <laughs> it's just like the abortion room <laughs> like that scene should not be funny, but it is so funny. Oh my when, god! Just like, just like, just imagine Jeff that. Goldblum. 
Yeah, it's like, okay, so Jeff Goldblum. Like, if no one's ever, like, describing it to someone who's never seen The Fly, but knows who Jeff Goldblum is, it's like, so there's this movie where Jeff Goldblum transforms into a man fly. And, like, when he's, like, a fly man, he bursts through this glass window to kidnap a woman who's getting an abortion because she's worried she's going to give birth to a giant fly maggot, which she has a nightmare about. But then he kidnaps her and runs away with her so that they can fuse each other together in a teleporter pod to become one being. It's like that. It's so all over the place. And it's like the way that he breaks through the window, it's like a super goofy jump scare (laughs) because he basically just like flops through a window like a starfish and just lands. All of his And you're like, what? (laughs) Yeah. It's like a it's like a really fucked up version of the Kool-Aid man (laughs) breaking through the wall. Oh yeah! <laughs> oh yeah! Yeah, you would think like, if you're going through a glass wall, you would like like tuck in as much as possible, no. so you don't like smash. No, you gotta go, gotta go face first. You need to show yeah, show just... everyone how uh, impenetrable you are exactly. and Strong thick slimy. your new fly skin is. <laughs> it's very thick. I'll give it that. It's very. Thick. Oh lord. Well, so yeah, so Helen escapes <laughs> from the mental hospital and she goes home where she discovers that there is a random teenage 20-year-old girl that is painting her entire apartment the color of salmon. <laughs> so gross. It's the worst color like ever. Coral like... salmon nastiness. Like the whole apartment. Trevor like for letting all this the happen. living room the kitchen painting it all this nasty pale last pink oh, and so gross it's an awful um, awful color trevor comes in and he's like oh oh you're this? out oh yeah yeah oh, wow. oh, yeah. Well, and the girl she's she, the girl's reaction is amazing cuz she's like on a ladder and then she like falls down the ladder and then like yeah. just drops like her paintbrush and is like ah! She just starts crying in like the I'm corner crying. of the room. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, and then anything. Trevor comes out and is like, "Oh, what's the matter, babe? Yeah. You make like a boo boo or something <laughs> stupid? Ew, or, like, it's so gross! Like, why would you want a partner that you talk to like that? It's like a, like a child. A child, like it's so creepy. It's like, it's, Trevor is the worst. Yeah." Um, um and all meanwhile this is happening um so basically helen kind of just says her piece and leaves she's been having these visions about um that that layer the candy man man layer his his bat cave candy cave keeps him she keeps candy cave she keeps (laughs) she keeps seeing uh visions of that baby that was in the the neighbor's baby the missing baby she keeps seeing visions of this baby crying in this lair so she's like okay i just gotta go there so she goes there and um (laughs) (laughs) my next note is another beautiful masterpiece it says (laughs) immortality blah 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 bees blah blah rib cage of bees (laughs) bees blah 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 rib cage of bees extra exclamation there's like there's like bees and then rib cage of bees (laughs) it's double bees double b's so she goes there she does she sees the baby and the whole point of 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 that is basically like okay well i will let this child be free if you agree to be with me for 
for no, all no, of no. eternity. No, it's right? not even. No? no, no, no. It's a little different than that because so he keeps telling her that he wants uh, to her to be his victim, and uh, yeah. then he so essentially Candyman tells her his his like. The only way that Candyman exists is that people talk about him. Like he's only yeah. he only exists be, through the myth of Candyman. So yeah. he wants to create a murder so um, impactful on the community that people will talk about him forever, and that'll essentially uh-huh. make him, him immortal. And so the the murder that he wants to do is is the the baby, and he wants like Helen to die with the baby because oh, Helen was I, actually the she's like the reincarnation of the white woman that Candyman fell in love with in the 1800s yeah. and you see the painting of her and so that's why Candyman wants her is because she's actually like then that's the Dracula comparison with Mina and Dracula okay. where Mina is a resurrected thought, version of a dead wife sort of I thought at one point he was saying they would be immortal together. He was like, well, I can give you immortality. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. And that's what he says, because he wants her to be with him, essentially. Yeah. Which it ends up kind of happening. Spoiler alert. Kind of happening anyways. But yeah, yeah okay. But, but like, I thought but he, he reason... wants to kill the baby. That's the biggest point, is that he, he doesn't okay. want the baby to live. And that's the one thing that Helen does that kind of you know, is the one happy positive point in the movie. <laughs> right. Well, that's weird. Cause I thought for some reason, like he was saying to her yeah. that he would let her let the baby go. If she would stay with him, but maybe okay, I just man's a bigger dick than that. that. <laughs> He's, He's not a bigger very nice asshole. Dude. Yeah. Right, okay, well, man, even though the like... <laughs> baby was fucked. He yeah, wanted, he wanted to like kill he, the baby. <laughs> you feel bad for Candyman Cause it's like, he has such a terrible death, but at the same time, it's like, of a huge prick himself He's like, why are you doing this yeah because okay. murdering a baby yeah. is like the worst di- murder that you could do so that'll leave yep. his name and yeah and then he he does the cool thing where he kisses her full of bees <laughs> yeah, the guy's mouth is full of bees the actor legit and... had bees in his mouth good for him i wouldn't yeah. have done that <laughs> and you get to see his he reveals his rib cage full of bees when he bees. opens up his it's just bees he's just, just all bees yeah no substance just bees <laughs> just bees he's just he's just a bunch of bees he doesn't even have a body he's just, just a bees. bunch of bees in a trench coat <laughs> like a head just floating on bees <laughs> the bees are just holding up his head yeah, and like yeah. puppeteering it from the inside this <laughs> come up <laughs> Um, yeah, so gives him a, gives her a big old big kiss. Gives her a big old big kiss, and then and she, she kind again. Of, again wakes up from a blackout and um, Helen, explores this layer. Yeah, she goes to stop that. It's really wrecking everything for her. <laughs> um, so she wakes up again from this blackout, and she sees this huge mural that kind of explains everything you said of his history oh, yeah. and like the this um and she sees herself basically mm-hmm. in this mural painted as this white woman that's in love with him um or he's in love with her we don't really yeah. know if it's mutual love or not yeah um, he shows his love in very bizarre ways <laughs> yes um and yeah that that happens the Candyman mural and it's basically yeah, a very yeah, similar story of dracula yeah um, yeah at that point it's like okay here's the story if you haven't like figured it out by now here's your plot dump <laughs> right before the end 
which is exactly. a great way to do and, it. It's like, you know what? It's like, all right, just if they haven't figured it out by now, you tell them right at the end of the movie. <laughs> yep. And I can't remember how we get to the bonfire, but I do know she blacks out again. Okay, (laughs) yeah. This is becoming a little bit of like a a very convenient um, plot device. Yeah, Candyman just has like passing out powers. He can just like make her pass out whenever he wants to. Just like so, she wakes up in in the giant pile bonfire pile because she hears the baby crying. Yeah, because they have a yearly bonfire at the projects because yeah. she's in the projects. And so it's where they just bring all their trash together and have a giant bonfire for some reason. And yeah. Yeah. She's- that's nice. Yeah. So she um, she's in this just bonfire that's not lit at this point, but she hears this baby crying. So she's crawling towards it, trying to find this baby. And mm-hmm. of course course one of the little kids sees like a crawling figure in this bonfire and he's like oh my god it's a candy man oh no we gotta light this there's a candy man we gotta go light the thing (laughs) and so he goes oh my god i just gotta go light it so he does it they pour all the gasoline on there and light it and so then it becomes very dramatic when they're trying to or helen is trying to get the baby she gets the baby and Sounds like this song from Sleeping Beauty. <laughs> it's like essentially the music that's playing through all of it. Oh, wait, or is it not Sleeping Beauty? It's from um, Snow White. Yeah, yeah, it's very like whimsical and like, which is kind of nice to, I guess, juxtapose the fact that she's on fire. It's poor Helen's lit on fire trying to get this baby out to. Thwart Candyman's plan, and so she gets the baby, saves the baby from the fire, and poor Helen gets lit on fire in the process very badly. <laughs> She's so very, very. Bonbon boy, Bonbon bon bon boy, Bonbon boy explodes into a giant pile of bees. Yes, he does. It's a huge <laughs> pile of bees. It's an explosion of bees, but she gets the baby out, even she though she is basically burnt and crisp in the process, and the baby is unhurt. Yes, um, the baby is saved. Yeah. Helen is not so saved. Exactly. <laughs> Poor Helen. And She's then, a tragic character. <laughs> it was really cool to see at her funeral. It was just like, at oh, first, yeah. it was just Trevor and the stupid girlfriend, and then you see the whole like um, community from, yeah. from that the project um, area the project yeah. they come and support her at her funeral yeah. and the ending was a little bit satisfying thankfully yes. because we do see trevor is sad and depressed because his shitty girlfriend is actually it's just a like shitty stupid idiot who pays their house bank <laughs> she painted the house pink and she's like cooking steak and she's being super passive aggressive and annoying and um, oh, so Trevor runs to the bathroom and she Trevor runs to the bathroom and is missing Helen. And so he says her name five times in the mirror, hoping to summon her. And he does. But yeah. um, it's the scary burnt Helen and he she murders scary him. Burnt Helen. And then the the girlfriend finds him all murdered and screams yeah, well, in the oh. end. Oh, because that's another thing. Yeah, because when at the funeral, they the one of the 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 mother of the little baby that she saves drops Candyman's hook into her grave. 
Oh yeah, that's right. And the, and she has the hook when she kills fucking Trevor, and she just like slashes uh, the shit out of him with Candyman's hook. So she's kind of like the new Candyman. Helen okay. Man. Helen. <laughs> Although the I Helen. don't know who else is gonna say Helen in the mirror five times. <laughs> it's very I'm specific. Not. Helen. It is. Helen. Don't do it. Don't do it. No, no, I can't. I don't want to. But yeah, that's uh, oh, yeah, yeah. a good synopsis of Candyman, Bon Bon Boy. It's still a little bit long. I, I could work on it a little bit. Um, but yeah, there you go. No. <laughs> Very elegant <laughs> description this time. Yeah. <laughs> well, again, it's like that's kind of the main part because uh, the, the gore in it is, is very kind of like just post-murder. You don't see... Any sort of, like, tearing of flesh or, like, you know, terrible, like, close-ups of of anything stabbing people. It's just kind of Candyman. He's got a giant hook. And you kind of see it always from behind. And you just see him kind of, like, lifting up and wrenching and kind of gutting people. That's kind of his go-to yeah. thing is gutting people with his giant hook. So, although, yeah, definitely the way he sounds is very uh, uh, unnerving, I guess. Like, the way he murders people, because, like, you know, it's Wes Craven. Or not Wes Craven, Clive Barker. So he's uh, uh-huh. a creepy, he likes his creepy sex horror. So, uh, again, it has, like, this weird kind of, like, almost, like, sexual sound to it while he's, like, murdering people. And so it's like, yeah, that's just, like, off from what, because, like, you know, you don't hear that. It's just like this, it's like such a small thing but it makes a big difference when you're like watching these murders and it's, it's so it's it's yep. interesting how they're able to like just kind of tweak one normal thing that like the sound that the killer makes when he kills somebody and it's like oh that makes a big difference <laughs> he's way creepier yeah, yeah but uh yeah. yeah other than that the guy puts bees in his mouth <laughs> the actor has bees in his mouth that's about the most scary Actual thing bees. i don't want bees in my mouth that'd be I don't even know how you do that. I hopefully he had like a plastic. Oh, I hope like, protector so. in his mouth, but you would like even on his lips though you couldn't do that because it was like you wouldn't want to see that. So yeah, no, that's. I don't that's know horrible. how you would do that. How the hell do you get them out afterwards? Okay, just stand still. We're just gonna take the bees out of your mouth now. Don't move, or they might freak out and start stinging you. God. It could very easily kill you. That's yeah, it. you got stung enough, like shitload of bees all over you, just freak out and start stinging you. Trying to stay calm while that's happening too. Oh, well, and you're supposed oh. to be like the spooky, eerie villain of the movie yeah. too, so you don't want to look like you're freaking out. Exactly. So, bravo to that actor. That guy was famous forever just because of Candyman. He was great. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime I saw him in anything else, I'm like, oh, it's Candyman. <laughs> That boy, that boy, that, that boy, boy, he's that boy, it's Candyman, that boy. <laughs> did you find, did you find any little making of tidbits or extras? No, not really for this movie, just because of the fact that it was like so simple. I guess it's, it's just yeah. like the only thing that's, it's just very famous in the black community. Like I know Jordan Peele. It's, it's like kind of what inspired him to make horror movies is Candyman. Mm-hmm. So it's very famous for just the fact that there was never really black representation in horror movies up to that point. So it's the, it's kind of famous for the fact that it actually is 
like focused around you know the african-american ghettos and the struggle of these people and the villain is a victim of racism himself so mm-hmm. it was more kind of famous for that than anything else like it's just kind of helped and and it's also a really great horror movie like it's a kind of like tragic frankenstein he kind of is like a classic horror mo- movie villain like, yeah it feels he's like the tragic it. monster that like you know he didn't want to be Candyman. he just is Candyman because some dickheads did that to him so he it, it's i think that's why it kind of has like this very classic feel to it and kind of is like the it's uh I don't know, invokes like, yeah, Dracula and all these old Hammerstein movies because of the operatic music and yeah, even even the the way it's shot is very dramatic. A lot of like close-ups, <laughs> like 50s style close-ups of faces and and it's but it's also like not very gory. So it's it's more like the in the environment and the atmosphere that the movie creates that kind of makes it mm-hmm. scary. So it's like when you tell someone, yeah, it's like it's not very gory, like you're not going to be terrified by the gore, but it has a good kind of, I don't know, creepy feel to it because he's always like whispering to her and stuff. Also, very Phantom of the Opera. Oh yeah, <laughs> like yeah, Phantom of the Opera is always whispering shit to the woman Christine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's... and I know because you're saying Jordan Peele, he was inspired by that movie, and he created a remake of it um (laughs) did you did you end up watching that one oh yes i did watch it actually uh yeah i watched it twice actually uh not that's not an indication that it was extremely good (laughs) i just watched it once by myself when i watched it (laughs) okay uh, vanessa but uh it's uh it okay i applaud it for like what it was trying to do i just think it kind of uh, I don't think they thought about like how what they were trying to do in their movie would affect the uh, I don't know how they didn't they didn't I think they missed the mark on what the original one was trying to do like kind of they lost that operatic otherworldly ethereal experience mm-hmm. and so they kind of made it more like a generic horror movie where candy so they turn it into a slasher movie exactly and at the literally at the end of the movie candy man turns into kind of a slasher and he's like floating around with bees all over his face just murdering police officers white police officers Uh, but uh, yeah i'll get into that but yeah like i do i like the premise of it but also it doesn't make any sense and it kind of shits on the first movie poor helen gets shit on because so what it is is uh it takes place like uh 25 years so it is a sequel to the original Candyman. okay and uh so it's kind of has the same feel where there's uh this artist he hears about candy man from his girlfriend's brother and he's kind of a struggling artist he hasn't done anything really prolific in a long time but he used to be popular and so mm-hmm. he decides to go to cabrini green uh, but it's like uh, it's like now been gentrified. So he goes there and finds the original Candyman lair, essentially, in the new building. And uh, he starts to research it. And uh, he, of course, says Candyman. And he hears this story from this local laundromat guy 
and he said there's a story about this guy in the 70s and he was called Candyman and he was like an escaped insane asylum guy and he would just give people candy kids candy but then one Halloween uh, I guess uh, there was razor blades in the candy but that was also in the original Candyman and it turns out that was Candyman who puts razor blades in candy for some reason oh. And so it turns out that it wasn't that guy, but the police beat him to death because they thought he was Candyman. And so the little boy, this little boy had to watch all these police office, white police officers beat this black guy to death, essentially. And that was the laundromat dude. And for some reason that drove him insane and made him want to think about Candyman because he saw Candyman murder his brother who uh. said Candyman into the mirror. Okay. And... So he's perfectly normal through 80% of the movie, but then he turns into cartoon villain guy where he's like, I'm going to summon Candyman. I'm his right-hand man, and I work for Candyman. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. I was like, oh, good. Candyman Weird. is a human disciple dickhead guy who works in a laundromat his whole life and then goes nuts and says, I'm going to work for Candyman now. And But... I'm getting ahead of myself a little bit with the laundromat dude, but uh, it turns <laughs> out that the uh, the story now about uh, Cabrini Green and Candyman is that everyone thinks Helen was the villain, and that Helen was trying to kill the baby, and that uh, oh. the the community saved the baby and stopped Helen from murdering them, and Helen's a Helen's a villain in that community now, which makes. No sense, because at the end of Candyman, the entire community goes to, like, give their respect to her. So you think that they would probably tell the story to their kids, like, oh, hey, this woman saved this baby, not she's this horrible person that tried to kill the baby. So I uh, was like, I don't know how. Yeah, I'm like, that's kind of shitty. Like, Helen, like, died for this baby, and now she just gets shit on. Yeah. So the guy starts painting yeah. and he starts like hearing Candyman and he gets like possessed by the idea of Candyman. And so he's uh, he's always at the scene of every murder that happens before Candyman kills them. He's always there. So like Candyman's kind of like following him for some reason in the mirror. And uh, he eventually sees Candyman in the mirror and it's himself. And he has oh, a Oh, damn. And... Uh, this is where it gets extra dumb. So <laughs> it's uh Candyman has like killed two or three people at this point. It's like, yeah, okay, cool, whatever. Uh, uh, then he uh, finds out that he, he goes to his mom and he finds out that he is the baby from the original Candyman movie that oh. Helen saves. And the mom at that point tells him that he was born in Cabrini Green and that Helen saved him. But I'm like, why wouldn't she fucking tell him at any point before that? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. by the way, this this wonderful woman saved your fucking life from Candyman. <laughs> but they, they promised not to say the story because they were worried that it would summon Candyman again. So that's why they wow. turned Helen into a villain, which I don't think makes a lot of sense. I'm like, you don't have to turn her into a dirt bag. You just say she saved a baby uh, and died. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's gonna. Yeah, that's silly. Yeah, okay. so it was, it was a little disappointing, and so uh, yeah. the mom tells the kid that, and it turns out that uh, laundromat psychopath kidnaps him so that he can turn him into the new Candyman. Somehow he's turning into Candyman, which is 
not really explain. She just, the mom mm-hmm. just eerily says to him, it's like, Candyman has a plan for you. I was like, yeah, Candyman did have a plan for him to burn in a fire. Like, that was his plan. Yeah. He didn't, like, have, like, I'm going to turn you into Candyman, too, because I'm an evil monster that can just turn people into Candymen. Bonbon boys? Yeah. I'm going to have my band of Bonbon boys. Band of Bonbon boys. Candyman and the Bonbon boys. The Bonbon bon boy couldn't... The Bonbon boy couldn't kill the actual boy in the Bonbon fire, so... That's a Candyman. You're just a Bonbon boy. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. He's just gonna, like, make more Bonbon boys, I guess. That's how it works. Somehow he can just make more candy men. And so, yeah, he cuts off, like, he starts, like, having, like, weird hives all over his face, and, like, it looks like bee holes, so he kind of starts getting the bee body from Candyman, and then the... Getting bee holes. Yeah, he gets bee holes. (laughs) And then he starts, like, and then he's in, like, the, he's in the, he's in the candy cave with the big face, and he, the, the girlfriend arrives. And she's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Well, you know, you gotta, you gotta stick to the 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 tradition when you're making a candy man. So I'm gonna cut off his hand." And he just like slices it off, and the guy doesn't react to it. He's like in a trance for some reason, which isn't explained. He's just in a candy what? man trance. They cut off his hand, and he jams a hook into it, and he just happens to have like a jacket that looks like the Candyman jacket. So I guess he just had all this shit lying around waiting for a chance to turn someone into a Candyman. It's so stupid. He just, so he puts on his Candyman jacket and then he dies. (laughs) And, And then the police come. Well, the police come and kill him and that's how he dies. And then... They kill the police. Kill the white police. Kill both the black guys. Candyman two and crazy laundromat guy. Wow. Bon Bon Boy's assistant and uh, the the police put her in the car and then the there's like super douchey, overly racist white police officer that talks to her from the front seat and he's like, okay, this can go one of two ways. Either you write this. Re- you sign this report saying that we had to kill these people or we blame the murders on you. And she's like this, uh, like high class art dealer who's supposed to go to New York for this, like really prominent art job. And I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, I don't think they would just immediately do that. Like, I understand there's a lot of racism and like police incidents, but like, this seems like over the top and like that they would say all this shit directly to her. I don't know. I guess I could just be super ignorant and not understand, but it just seemed a little like over the top that like a police officer would just do this in the car. And so she's like, okay, I'll do it. But first I just want to see myself in the mirror. And he's like, what? He's like, okay. So he tilts the rear view mirror down to her and she's like, Candyman, Candyman. She says it five times. And for some reason her boyfriend comes. Oh yeah. Cause so laundromat guy says that he's building his new candy man because he wants a candy man that will fight for black people. <laughs> he wants, he wants a candy man that will only murder white people, even though up to this point, candy man has murdered a shitload of ethnic people. But anyways, I guess this new candy man that he's making is only going to murder white people. And so she summons candy man and candy man who is the artist boyfriend 
murders everybody but like he's just floating around like he's not even walking he's just like floating off the ground so it looks kind of stupid <laughs> i'm like Candyman never flew in the original one yeah. he was like he just, like float off the ground and like his whole face was covered in bees like cg bees so it's just like and he's just like so it kind of seems like the bees are carrying his whole body or something <laughs> and <laughs> Like, are the bees, like, are the bees, like, holding... Like a, a, his head is just bees flying, holding a body. <laughs> That's what it looks like. I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, it's so stupid. <laughs> yeah, so funny. he's just, like, this floating bee dude, and he just, like, slashes people with his hook for a hand. And then she gets out of the car, and, like, the very last shot of the movie is her seeing the new Candyman, who is her boyfriend, but then the bees reveal the face of the original Candyman. And then he says, be my victim to a black woman, no. even though he's supposed to only kill white people. So it's like, oh, uh, so the, the new Didn't Candyman turned anything. into the old Candyman. Does that mean he's still I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, what, what is that? <laughs> It's just a, it's just That's a, chaotic. It's just a way to put in the original Candyman dude. Like he's in one scene at the very end, and it makes like no sense. Like I thought he was supposed to be the new one. Why is he just the old one then? Like, huh. I just wanted to That's... put him in the movie. So the movie's not that great mm -hmm. when you really think about it. But it's an entertaining Seems... enough movie. Okay. It's like yeah, you describing it feels very chaotic, <laughs> um, and like there's not like it's losing its point a lot it's a lot for show yeah they um, focus on the art part a lot because like he's an artist she's an art dealer there's like a whole art show in it where he's trying to do Candyman paintings and like the people that buy his paintings get murdered by Candyman, i believe so i don't okay. know it's it's weird and he becomes a popular artist because his paintings involve Candyman get murders so with more murders, his mm. art becomes more popular for some reason. And, okay. Yeah. But well, that wasn't really the point of the original one, though. The original no, one is like this like weird like romance, like this gothic horror of like this poor guy who got murdered and now is a horrible monster himself and like the projects and it seemed to kind of just yeah, lose its focus it, on that. Like it didn't really talk it didn't really show any like poor black people like shouldn't that be the focus of it that's how they're struggling and like they didn't really like the end of the movie takes place in like a poor neighborhood but it's not yeah. like he really that's part of it like i don't know it's assumed it was in a lot of like uppity rich people neighborhoods for the most part so i don't know yeah it kind of lost its point i think yeah that's the yeah that's what it sounds like because yeah the there's a lot of charm in the first one with just keeping the narrative fairly simple and keeping his backstory clear so it's yeah it like you as an audience member could very easily make sense of why he is doing the things he's doing he had a fucked up history and he's in love with this person and yeah. she's this reincarnation of it and it's done in a way where it's clear enough and it's not spelling everything out to you right away so mm. It, it, yeah, it's just like it's a clever. Yeah, it peel, it peels away the story well, and like yeah. her just uh, like I would say, Helen's descent into madness is a lot better than this dude's 
kind of descent into madness because yeah. they try to do the same thing where you know he thinks he's seeing Candyman, but no one else believes him but it's just like he never yeah. gets sent to an insane asylum he never has to kind of do the things that helen goes through where it's like oh okay yeah she gets it way worse <laughs> yeah i didn't really it's... give a shit when this guy got his hand cut off and turned into a b-man it's interesting hearing you talk about it now that I've seen the original movie, because when I saw that version of the movie, the remake or the sequel, I guess, um, yeah. advertised, I kind of wrote it off as just like a cheap slasher movie. And I was like, I like Jordan Peele and I liked Get mm-hmm. Out. I didn't hate Us. Yeah. But it, like, I really, again, really like Get Out. But um yeah, so I was kind of like, I don't know, this doesn't look like a movie I'd be interested in seeing because it just kind of reminded me of when I watched the trailer for like the new Halloween movie when they brought everybody yeah. back and it's just this new fancy horror movie with a big budget and it's just going to be a cheap slasher blockbuster with not much story or not much point to it. So it's like, yeah. well, what's the point? So, yeah. yeah, which can, can which can be a great slasher because I would say every Friday the Thirteenth movie has absolutely no point to it whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they're fun because they At know that the they're Friday making the garbage. They know that they're making trash, yeah. so they make it trashy. And it's fun to watch trashy <laughs> stuff because they're like they don't they know that they can be just like crass and like murder people in yeah. disgusting ways and. You know, like at it, least with Friday the Thirteenth, it does kind of make sense since the original is literally a slasher movie. But yeah. with this one, it's kind of disappointing that it, they turned it into that because this yeah. movie has a lot more depth to it than just being a slasher. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's he, interesting. He, does, he doesn't kill too many people in the beginning of in, in, through most of the movie, but the end of the movie, he becomes a slasher because he's like he just kills like. 20 people at the end of the movie there's a oh, bunch wow. of cops okay. shooting guns at him and it's like this big murder action scene i'm like nah, i don't think this needs to be in a Candyman movie i no. i was much i was much more tense when i saw a woman climbing through a flaming pile of garbage <laughs> like yeah. that was way more tense that was and a tense moment yeah you didn't want that baby to burn you know that's that's like way more emotionally impactful than watching a guy float around with a face full of bees just killing people with a hook yeah yeah okay so, yeah yeah. Uh, yeah maybe skip that one if you haven't seen it i would imagine but... i haven't seen it but there's also Candyman two and three they did make sequels to Candyman. Oh, okay uh i think I'm the curious second one that one is i think the second one is about helen i think it has to do with okay candy man so i don't know maybe one day we will yeah. attempt to watch because I've never watched them because I'm always hesitant to watch any horror movie sequel yeah. just because they're generally all trash. Generally not great. No. Yeah, no, not one day. And knows? I guess to finish this episode off, I didn't um I didn't get to finish the whole novella yeah. um that Clive Barker wrote, but basically from what I heard it was very, very similar. Okay. to the movie the only difference is that the original story revolves around themes of the british class system in contemporary mm. liverpool oh, that makes um, and rose who rewrote the script um, she chose to refit the story to cabrini green's public housing development or yeah. she sorry rose is the last name of the director oh, okay 
right? What's it? Yeah. Oh, I, I I cannot remember her name. I would have no idea. <laughs> a lady. No, Rose, not Rose. Rose is the last name of the director, and he is a man. Oh, he, 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 to... he is a man. He is a man. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, he refit the the story to Cabrini Green's public housing development in Chicago, and instead focused themes on race and social class in the inner city United States. Wow. Yeah, that was a good change. That does seem very relatable. Was it still about like a guy who has a hook for a hand? Yes. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Was he called Candyman? It's called um, Forbidden. That's the name of the short story, and it was in the book Books of Blood, Volume Five, by Clive Barker. Okay, directors Bernard Rose. So Bernard. Bernard Rose. No, he refit the story to be about the Cabrini Green neighborhood. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, that was a great. Yeah. (laughs) I yeah, I think it was a very, very good, very well done commentary. Would definitely suggest watching it. It's a good. Be a really good movie to watch over Halloween. Yes, that is a fun Halloween movie to watch. Yeah. Gather around your friends and watch it, and then dare each other to go and say <laughs> Candyman in the mirror five times. I freaking dare you. If you say you're an atheist, just do it. I just want to know. I just want to know. If you care. if if you die, comment under the video. Let us know if you're dead. Let us know. Yeah. Tell us you're gonna do or it. Or if you're live, you can comment it too. Yeah, yeah, I we guess don't if get you very don't many comments. From, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anybody who <laughs> wants to say anything, we just really. get one comment that's like, "I'm alive." <laughs> I'm alive. Not dead yet. I'm not. Dead not yet. dead yet. It's Thursday. <laughs> we'll see. I'll let you know by the end of the week. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well. From Doorhead huh? and Wiener, just uh, make sure you don't eat too much candy. Or you'll die. <laughs> or uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Don't eat too much candy, or you'll die. Okay. Bye. All right. Podcast's over.